Good morning. This is Barb Lampson, Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener. And with me this morning are my fellow Master Gardeners. Karen Wright and Harvey Hess. Hey, we're talking about that rugged, hardy daylily. So, Harvey, have you raised daylilies? Yes, we got a couple places where we got some daylilies. Uh, I've never divided them, so they're, some places are kind of thick. And do they still bloom yeah, profusely? Still get, yeah, we still get a lot of flowers on them. You know, sometimes when you stop getting those flower spikes, it's because they need to be divided. Yeah. But in your case, you got that rich soil. They just keep they just and keep room. on blooming. Yes, that's great. You're enjoying them. Yeah, somewhat. You know, the only thing I don't like about daylilies is that yesterday. It's the pollen. The pollen. Oh, does that you, bother you? Oh. If okay. you no, if you walk in there, oh, you get and you, colored, and you get white on your on your, on your clothes. <laughs> now, I don't learn my lesson very fast. <laughs> I remember the first time I did that, and I got pollen on a white skirt, and I never did Oops. get it out. Do you know to it this doesn't come out? No. To this day, I still get in there and do that, and I have to think. That's right. It's the pollen. It doesn't come out. So that's that's the one drawback. Beautiful plant, though. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. And do you have problem with deer? No, they don't seem to bother those. Well, good for you because in my yard they will eat the blooms. Well, you know, even I know it's just daylilies, but I got hostas that they they don't eat either. But you must they, have they, better they, stuff. Oh, they come in, yeah, beets. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Lettuce, yeah. Anyway, Karen, I know you have daylilies, and I know you enjoy them. And do you have any problems? Well, I remember them growing up with them, the orange ones. And, of course, everybody had those. I think they called them ditch lilies growing yes. along the shed and everywhere else. But now there are more than 35,000 registered daylilies that have been cultivated over the years. And, you know, tip, typically they're, they're taller, but now they've got all sorts of varieties. I've got some that are just... just fragrant now they've developed those and I really don't have any problems with them I have noticed though as they get thicker they get more growth they don't bloom as readily so I do need to start dividing them which yep. is something that is a problem with sometimes when they just get too root bound yeah that happens to me as well and as a matter of fact I don't know where, how this happens but every once in a while I'll have quack that gets into mine, and I don't. Oh, it's have, hard to get out. Oh, you can't. Yeah, right. I don't have quack in any other part of my garden. Yep. So, so that must be a seed that's brought in by a bird or something like that. And about the only way you can do that is to dig the whole thing out. Yes, dig it all out and pull the weeds off and yeah, and yeah. Replant the, it. And the roots on that, if you don't get the whole root from that quack grass, mm-hmm. boy, you're just gonna introduce it right back in and there those again. Those roots can be six inches deep. Oh my gosh, and thick. Oh, my goodness. You, I use a spading fork to get mine out, uh-huh. and it is a huge job. Well, part of the reason is sometimes the daylily leaves look like grasses. So I've actually had some that I thought were part of the daylily that then I look as I get bigger, I can distinguish it. So that's why sometimes they, I think they get a good hold in there. Sure. I think that a daylily is a nice plant that you can use in the in the landscape border. You can use it with shrubs. I'm seeing it used commercially. It seems to tolerate less water. And they have such a long bloom time, which is nice. It, once yes. they start, they just go and go and go. And one thing is to do hygiene on them is to pick off those dead blossoms because they don't oh, yes. look nice. So once they, because they only last a day, as we've and mentioned. And the spike, too, should come off it, when they're when, all done with that mm-hmm. one season of bloom. Cut that spike off. 
off, and then you will get other spikes that will come up. They're always less than what the original was, but you will get new spikes if you've got a healthy plant. And there are now even some rebloomers, aren't there? Like we've yes, got the Stella de Oro, which yeah. is one, and the Happy yes. Return. Many Happy Returns is another popular yellow one I've seen. I introduced a rebloomer in my yard, and I can't think what the name of it is now. Just this uh, spring. And it was such a disappointment because it didn't look like the picture in the catalog at all. (laughs) It was a muddied kind of a pink color that was nothing like what I had ordered. And I thought, wow, what a waste of time. So the lesson is go to somebody else's house and see it firsthand. And go to a nursery where it's blooming, you know. You can buy perennials right now and daylilies if they're in a pot and they've been growing. You can get them into the soil as long as you keep watering them. And fall is a great time to plant them. Yeah, it is great. And you can divide them too and get them back in the ground. Improve your soil. They're going to be in the in their place for a long time, so improve the soil. How often do you divide yours? Oh, only when I absolutely have to. Okay. And on the south side, about every three years, where they're in the full sunlight, but in the back of my lot, where there's not as much sunlight, they grow slower, maybe every five years that I divide them. If you'd like more information about daylilies or anything, contact your Extension Service. This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright and Harvey Hess. Wishing you happy gardening.